Let's talk about success for a minute because, you know, you teed up this conversation around like, what does success really mean? The key is, is that it's going to be a very unique and personal experience. Like no one can tell you what success looks like to you. Like Dr. Pete and I are very aligned with this. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And you have landed smack in the middle of an awesome new series that we've put out about the board meetings. The board meetings, man, this is the key to framing out your future of your business, man. You know what we say, whoever sets the frame wins the game. I learned that from my good friend, Roberto Monaco, the doctor of influenceology, man. I love that. Whoever sets the frame wins the game. Dr. Pete, this is so true, especially when it comes to your business. You got to be able to set the frame for your team so that you can see where are we now? Where are we going ultimately? Where are we going next? Man, the board meetings just create that perfect environment, forces this conversation. It creates the collision for us to make sure that everybody on the team gets together once a quarter, establishes the vision so they get clarity around exactly what's important now and what's important next. We create focus so people know exactly what they're supposed to be focusing on, which of course allows us to set the expectations and agreements that drive accountability. Of course, accountability is what we're all looking for because none of us want to be busier. We all want to be more productive. None of us want more motion. We want more movement. Pete, I know that our listeners are just like you and I. Listen, we're in the business of saving lives and when business is good, everybody wins. We know that. So we're going to need productivity. We're going to need output outcomes and definitely we need movement. Let's get the ball down the field. You know, I love this imagery of setting the frame, winning the game. I love the imagery because what I see is I see actually a picture frame. And I think it's an amazing analogy because ultimately, you know, your picture frame is kind of the defined, it's the definition space with which you can work within. And you get to set that frame. You get to decide what the framework is for the picture, which is amazing. So you're the artist, you're the artisan, like, it's your idea. So like, I can't come to you and say, here's the vision. I actually have to come to you and say, what's the vision? So it's actually, it's part of the innate inborn, you know, way that a relationship works with a, a doctor, employer, owner, visionary relationship with the rest of their team is that they're actually innately, they're actually looking to you for the vision. They're actually want to know like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What do we want to accomplish here? What is this? What does success look like? Right? So these are questions that are subconscious in your team's mind, they're actually in the mind of your community and the mind of your patients as well. And so the beautiful thing is that it's a frame you get to set. That's amazing, but it's also a responsibility. And sometimes what happens is we set a frame and then we haven't revisited in a long time. Some of us had a vision when we got into practice and we, we kind of haven't looked at it in a while. We haven't really thought a lot about it. And that can be a problem. It can be a significant problem. And so one of the things that has to happen is on a quarterly basis, you're actually as a CEO willing to go ahead and pull out that picture and look at it and look at the frame and look at the picture. I literally see a picture, an image of you drawing 
and painting on this picture, like this is where we want to go ultimately. And your vision is always got to be looking farther ahead. You have to be looking down farther ahead. And most, the only person that's going to do that is you. Most of the people that are working on your team, they're not thinking much farther than today. They're not thinking much farther down than this week. So the only person that's actually going to do this for the organization is you. It's why it's one of the three key objectives for the CEO is to cast vision. And if you're tired and fatigued of casting vision, then most likely there's something further upstream that's off. We got to get out that Rubik's Cube and start troubleshooting because your vision is the piece that makes everything else work. When we troubleshoot problems, whenever I jump on a call, even with a new brand new client or somebody who's checking us out and saying, hey, I think I need some help. And the first thing I says, what's your vision? Like what's success? What are you trying to accomplish this year and then the next three years? What is it that you want to accomplish? I don't know if we're a good fit for each other, but tell me what you see. What do you see? What do you expect? What do you want? What are you trying to create? What are you trying to do? I won't even move forward with somebody until I know what that is. We need to be able to articulate that. Your team is hungry for that. They're thirsty for it. They absolutely need that. And so that's why if you can imagine your vision story as a picture that you're painting in front of your people on that whiteboard, on that canvas, this is a piece of the board meeting. It's so important. You only need a few minutes of your board meeting to do this. But take time in every one of your board meetings to say, hey, everybody, I want you to sit down and close your eyes. I'm going to paint a picture for your mind's eye. I want you to see this. I want to see what I see. Over these last nine days, I've had some things happen to me. I've, I've received, a, I've got a little more conviction. I've got a little more clarity. I've got a little bit more purpose. I have that right now. I want you guys to hear that, feel that, see that. Do you guys feel it? Do you see it? Are you catching what I'm catching? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Do you feel what I feel? Do you see what I see? First part of being a CEO is is having that vision and casting that vision. Well, guess what? One of the first parts of your board meeting is to do that. It's starting with the heart. Visions are birthed in the heart. The eyes of your heart are what see. So I always say it's heart, head, hands, feet. We engage the heart first because your heart is where your purpose comes from. Your heart is where inspiration comes from. And inspiration is is a pulling force. Vision is a pulling force. It becomes the unstoppable force. So what does success look like in regards to your business? That's the first question we ask when it comes to your vision story. And I want to see that in a painted in a picture. Dr. Steven, I want to see that pitched to a producer who wants to make a film of what you're about to accomplish in the next three to five years. We say, hey, we're bringing in the film crew. We're going to start filming a documentary. We're going to create a new Netflix series of this chiropractic practice because When they shared their story and vision story of what they want to create, we were so moved by that. We're bringing the film crew up to to New Hampshire. We're bringing the film crew to Nashville. We're going to follow you for the next three to five years because we are very compelled by what you're doing and what we believe you're going to accomplish because we heard your vision. We caught it. We said, hey, we're coming. Love the vision casting story. All things worthwhile start with vision, right? So what does success look like to you? So It's not a coincidence that the first of the forward meetings is about vision casting because it always, always starts with vision. And, you know, the first meeting is about remarkable vision casting so that you take the vision from inside your head, which, you know, of course you have to have clarity to begin with and then share that with others. You need to be able to convey that to your team that you're going to recruit so that they can help you manifest it and build it. 
then you have remarkable product and process. So people understand what's for sale here. There's a value exchange happening here. People are going to give us their time, energy, focus, and money for what, right? So the remarkable product and process, remarkable process is, well, how do we deliver that value, right? So that's going to be our next episode, right? So, and then we're going to get into remarkable goal setting, which is where are we going and remarkable marketing machine, which is where are we going to get, how are we going to get there? Right. So we're going to break down each one of these today. We're going to focus on this remarkable vision casting because it always starts with vision. And I'll be honest with you, Doc, if you're struggling right now, if you feel like you're dragging your team, if you feel like it's just such an uphill battle, if you're feeling frustrated, exhausted, maybe you're going in circles, maybe you feel like you've got wheel spin, you just spin in your wheels and not making the ground that you're looking for. You got to check yourself first on your vision. Do you have total clarity around exactly what does success look like? It's amazing to me, Dr. Pete, how many clients that we speak to, doctors that we speak to, that when you do ask them that very fundamental and simple, not easy, that very simple question, well, tell me, what does success look like to you? Like, what are you trying to create? You'll see them, their eyes roll up in their head and they're just like, uh, well, you know, and they'll start talking. It's like, man, they just really haven't given it the kind of thought that they need to really be able to make, to get that traction, to make progress, to be able to manifest it. So the way I look at it is, could you imagine like hiring a general contractor to show up with his entire team, you know, this electricians, there's plumbers, there's framers, right? Somebody's going to pour the foundation, et cetera, right? So, and you just walk up and you're just like, okay, so I just bought this plot of land right here. Here's my credit card. You know, I'm going to Puerto Rico for the next six months. When I get back, you know, I'm going to need a house, right? So I want it to be a nice house. I want a house where my family can live and yeah, all right, have at it. <laughs> Why don't you go buy all the materials you'll need and uh, yeah, just start swinging hammers and yeah, I'll be back, right? So I know that it's an exaggeration, but the truth is, is you would never do that, right? So you would never make that kind of investment without having a blueprint. You would be vision casting. You would spend hundreds of hours, <laughs> you know, if not more, if you've never built a house before, that just studying, thinking about, you would work with engineers, you'd work with the architect, you'd work with the contractors, right? So, and you would have a blueprint that was in such dizzying detail. I mean, if, you, if you've done this before, you're laughing right now because you know you've been there. It's a painful process. You've got it down to the doorknobs and hinges on your cabinets. You know, you know exactly what's going to be before that credit card comes out and we start hiring people and buying materials, et cetera. So I want to make sure that you've got that such clarity You've got to be able to close your eyes and see it like a movie. You got to see it, hear it, feel it, smell it so that you can convey it to others so that they can see it, hear it, feel it, smell it. They know exactly what success looks like so that you can recruit them, so that you can delegate to them. You can train them and trust them to help you manifest it. Dr. Pete, it always starts with vision and clarity of the vision will determine exactly how far and how fast we go. Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, 
go to chiromatchmakers.com. We should all agree that right now, more than ever, online presence, brand positioning, and reputation are the most influential factors for driving new patients into our practices. That's why we are proud to partner with Perfect Patients, who have since 2005 been a leader in our chiropractic industry, serving thousands of chiropractors worldwide. With a team of more than 70 marketing professionals, anything that can be done online to grow your practice is included with their digital marketing plans. Perfect Patients uses their proven five factors of digital marketing success model, and their service includes design and development of high-converting websites, SEO, PPC, reputation management, review generation, email marketing, and social media management. To learn more, go to perfectpatients.com. That's perfectpatients.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, it is. I love just to kind of listening to you, you unpack that and just the discipline of it. And as I'm hearing you, you say this, like that's work, like that's work to have a bit to put in a hundred hours or whatever hours to, to visualize this home you want to build. It is the work. Exactly. It is, it is key. It, without it, there is nothing. I mean, there's enough quotes about vision and the value and the importance of vision and that we could be you know, sharing with you right now. But the bottom line is, is this is the key element is your vision. And and you know what? It's part of your responsibility. You're accountable to this, Doc. This is part of your accountability for the business is what is the vision of success? So hold yourself accountable to this and you're becoming a visioneer, really. It's an engineer of the vision. You're the one who's seeing it, listening and, and, and making the decisions and guiding the team. So again, the goal is success, which means there's an alignment within your vision and then your values and the behaviors of how we are acting, how we're responding. And when I look at your business through the filter, the lens of the four domains of your business by how we're attracting new people to our business, how we're converting people in our business, what we're converting them to, how we retain people, the relationships that we're building long-term and how we're continuing to develop and equip our team. This is all comes back to your vision. Like I can't answer the question of how you should be marketing until I know what vision you have. I don't know what are we converting to if we don't know where what success looks like? What are we retaining them for? Who's the right person to be on the team? We talk about the first right of the four rights you got to get right when hiring an A player. The first thing is, you know, are they the right person? How do you know if they're the right person? Number one is they buy into your vision story. What does that mean? It means they're compelled by it. If Dr. Stevens said to me, hey, Pete, he gave me a call. He's like, hey, man, we're going on an adventure. Do you want to come? I'm like, tell me about it. <laughs> That'd be the first thing I'd be like doing. He'd be like, do you want to go on an adventure? Do you want to come? I'm like, I would say, yeah, man, I, I think so. But tell me about it. This is that moment. Tell me about it. He's like, well, we're going to be flying out to California and then we're, we're going to be taking this boat and we're going to be taking this boat out into the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And then there's this island that nobody's really ever explored, but there's this massive mountain and a volcano. We're going to go ahead and climb that mountain. And then when we get to the top, we're going to put the American flag up there because we're claiming that territory for the US and we need somebody to help us do that. And I'm like, is there a chance that we could die? And you're like, he's like, hell yeah. Oh yeah, the boat, most likely we have got like a 50% chance the boat will actually get us to the island to start. Now, if we get to the island, the likelihood of us getting back is even less likely. But I'll tell you something right now. Your name is going to be written in the history books because if we can do this, we can get a, a flag on top of that mountain. I'll tell you what, man, like forever people are going to remember this and that's going to become part of our territory. That's going to be our island. That's what we're going to do. Are you willing to come with me? And I'd be like, how much am I going to get paid? And he says, you know what? Your payment's going to be your legacy, brother. The payment's going to be, you're going to be able to put that little notch in your belt and say, you know what? I did that. That's kind of what we got. They're going to give us some food for the journey. They're going to give us some equipment. Some people are going to help us out. 
But that's pretty much what it is, man. I need you to take the next three months of your life and really dedicate to this. So what am I going to do? I'm gonna be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I have to make a decision in that moment. Vision casting is that moment. It's just saying, hey, guys, here's the thing. Here's the mission. Here's what we're going to do. It's going to be treacherous. There's going to be some, there's going to be some rough day. You could die. I mean, you're going to get paid, but probably, you know, but are you willing to come with? Like the vision basically says, you know what? I don't, screw it. I'm in. I'm in. Like, what is it? Yeah, I'm in. I'm doing that. I'm taking that. We're going to take that mountain. We're going to put a flag on the top of the mountain right there. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to be, I want that to be a part of my story. If I die and I didn't do that, I'd be, I would regret that. No, I'm going to do that. A vision, basically, when you cast a vision, somebody's like, wait, what did he say? What did she say? Can I be a part of that? Can I do that? Why do you think so many patients would come up to you and say, I would love to work here? Why? Because they caught the vision. They became an understander. Like, this is amazing. I want to be a part of this. Can I work here? I had to turn away so many patients from working because they all wanted to be a part of what we were doing. Why is that? Because they saw the vision. They caught it. They were like, oh my gosh, this is significant. This is important. That's what vision does, guys. Vision is a pulling force. It pulls people in. So that's the first thing that we have to get right. The second thing is our core values. That's the second criteria to the right person. Who's the right person? Number one, when I share the vision, are you like, I'm in? The second is, do you share our core values? And that's how we behave. Our core values is how we behave, how it starts with me and how I behave, how you behave. And this is what's most important to our business is our core values. This defines how we do our work. This defines the expectation of how we all are showing up every day, how we're all going to work towards accomplishing this mission, how we're all going after the vision. Dr. Stephen, core values misalignment is such a pain point. It's such a stumbling block for so many businesses. We kind of move past this. We move into hiring. We start moving forward with people. And we're going to get into the accountability chart in a second. But Dr. Stephen, the core values is huge. I mean, this is a big piece. And I think it's not revisited enough. And the board meeting is a beautiful time, a wonderful time for the CEO to say, hey, guys, remember our core values? Here's what they are. And let me share with you some more. Let me unpack one of the values this quarter. Let me unpack a couple of these values this quarter. This is an awesome time for you as a CEO to say, here are our core values for our company. And here's what they mean. Such a powerful moment. So vision casting by definition is, this is what success looks like. Okay, So when we say, this is what success looks like here for our business, what you're saying is, ultimately, we are pointing all of our resources in this direction to manifest thing. And this is how we'll know what a win looks like, right? This is what success is. So let's, let's talk about success for a minute because, you know, you teed up this conversation around like, what does success really mean? The key is, is that it's going to be a very unique and personal experience. Like no one can tell you what success looks like to you. Like Dr. Pete and I are very aligned with this because, you know, we have very similar core values. So success looks the same to he and I, right? So this is where we have a rich partnership is that we are fully aligned in our core values and our definition of success. Like what does success look like to us in our vision story? So we work really well together because of that alignment, really. And that is the key to success is having alignment between your core values and your vision story and your behavior. So I say those are the three things that need to be aligned. So, you know, we can't tell you what success looks like for you. I could tell you what success looks like to me. Dr. P could tell you what success looks like to him. And it's really, it's the alignment of those three things. We could tell you these are our core values. 
And our vision story is the manifestation or expression of our core values. So core values, these are the things that are most important in this business. And the vision story is the expression of those core values. Now, success lives when our behaviors align with those two things. And in a business, the behaviors are things like your processes and your procedures and your policies and your culture, right? Like your behaviors are how your attraction, like your marketing, your conversion, like your recommendations for care, your retention, like generating relationships, educating the patients, delivering great value, right? Team building, having the right people in the right seats, doing the right work the right way, right? That's all alignment, And success lives when you have alignment. Well, guys, if you want success, these board meetings are designed to help you set the frame to achieve success. So if you don't have this in your schedule, when are you going to pull your heads up, take a breath and look across the landscape of your business and say, are we in alignment? The power of the board meetings is it forces the function of you stopping and having this conversation, which, which is what Dr. Pete was describing. It forces the function of you revisiting your core values so that everybody in the team's clear on what's most important here, that you're revisiting the vision story and saying, this is what success looks like here. This is what a win looks like. We're going to tell the story. We want you to close your eyes. Then we're going to quantify it by setting goals around that. We're going to distribute responsibilities. We're going to set expectations and agreements. We're going to give you KPIs. We're going to capture them on scorecards. Now we have excuse me, reporting systems and meeting rhythms. So we create that accountability, right? Can you see it? It goes from being something that was in your head and your heart as an owner operator and you elevate to the CEO that shares and conveys that vision story and casts the vision onto the team so that they catch the vision. And now they see what you see. It resonates with them. They buy into your vision story because they share your core values. And now we lay out the behaviors. We lay out the behaviors that are in alignment with the core values and the vision story. And this, this is where success lives. Dr. Steven, I think one of the key elements, and we talk about this a lot, and I just want to share this with you, all of you who are listening to this, is that once the vision is shared and it's caught, because visions are caught, not taught, it's not a teaching moment, it's a catching moment, is that really the goal is, is that the team members are actually able to now share the story. That's really the real litmus test. That's really what success looks like. It's when your team members can share the story, when they're in the community or they're with a patient. They're talking at home with their family about their work and what they do. It's in that moment. Can they tell the story? That's actually the ultimate success when it comes to clarity for your team on your vision of what a success look like to the business. That's what turns the job into a business for everybody. Remember, you go from being an owner operator to becoming a CEO. As you elevate, everyone else elevates with. You lift everyone up. It's an ascension plan for everyone. Because when their work becomes more meaningful, when it's connected to a vision, a bigger purpose, they'll pull by that. They're aligned with the vision and the values. So the one question I would ask you, actually kind of like a a homework is, are you crystal clear on your vision of what success looks like? Have you got that written down? Is that documented? Number two, have you shared that with your team recently? And number three, does every single person on your team have clarity on what the vision of success looks like for your business? And can they articulate it? And they may articulate it slightly in their own way, but in general, you want it to be crystal clear. Like this is what the vision of success, this goes back to some of the best practices that we use in the remarkable practice for helping capture these where they're written down 
remember, if it's not written down, it doesn't exist, but it's got to be written down. And then that's captured through the metrics, the objective measurables that drive us towards that outcome. So we can start to quantify the vision. We can start to measure it. What would that look like for us to get there? Well, let's start with where we are now. We're at zero. We want to go to 100. How are we going to get there? Well, we got to start with one, you know? And so we begin. And that's where your goals come in. You start setting goals and you start tracking those the performance on your scoreboard using the tools. You capture what are the highest priorities for each person, individual on your team by identifying what are the key performance metrics for me this quarter in my position as front desk check-in or front desk check-out or exam DC or associate adjusting doctor DC or marketing director or COO or whoever. What are the key performance metrics for me this quarter that moves us forward towards one, two, three steps closer to the next, the ultimate vision that I see and I can articulate and I know why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. It actually makes the work that I'm doing more meaningful. This is transformative. And such a powerful part of the vision casting moment is when it now the tr- vision is now transferred and owned by the people. It's so important. So setting those expectations and agreements, such a big part of that is distributing those responsibilities and teaching people how you measure them. And those create KPIs, key performance indicators or metrics, statistics that we set goals against, right? So we've got future conversations coming up here on the board meetings as we get to the next episodes, we're going to look at remarkable product and process. We're going to talk about remarkable goal setting. We're going to talk about remarkable marketing machines. So all of those elements, those are going to be the behaviors that we want to make sure are aligned with our vision story, right? So ultimately, we'll talk about how that hits the ground. But one way this manifests, one way that we capture this vision story is in the accountability chart. And the accountability chart, which looks a lot like a traditional org chart, is truly the blueprint of the vision story for the now, the ultimate, and the next. So when you create an accountability chart, what you're doing is you're taking an organizational chart, you know, the traditional org chart that shows how a business is structured with the roles and the people in those roles, et cetera. And you take it and you flesh that out and you start adding these responsibilities that go under each one of the functions or roles of that business. Now this thing turns into an accountability chart where it says, this is who's accountable to each of these functions of the business, right? So each of these responsibilities, each of these activities has to happen. It has to be done by somebody and they should be organized underneath the roles. This is really what the power of the accountability chart. And if we go back to that building a house analogy or metaphor, this is the blueprint, right? So we have, here's, this is the business. This is where we are right now. Brutal facts. These are the functions of the business, whether it's CEO or an office manager or clinic director or you know, COO, we have our marketing director, we have our front desk team, we've got our associate doctors or clinical team, we've got our administrative team and HR. However, you have your accountability chart laid out, we have brutal facts. This is where we are right now with the names of the people that own those roles. This is where we want to go ultimately, but more importantly, this is where we want to go next, which is in the next 12 months. And Dr. Pete, this is such an important conversation for the CEO, because the truth is, is to go from now to next in the next 12 months to really manifest the next iteration of your business, what success will look like 12 months from now. This typically 
one, two, or three fairly major changes that will happen between the now and the next, the bridge between the accountability chart of where we are now and the accountability chart for where we'll be next. And usually those changes are personnel oriented, right? So we're going to move this person out. We're going to move this person in. We're going to move this person around. We're going to add an associate doctor. We're going to add an office manager, you know, whatever it happens to be. This is a big shift. Maybe it's a physical plant change, a build out. Maybe we're going to be taking on a new EHR software, or we're going to stop doing insurance and go cash, or, you know, we're going to bring on remarkable practices. We're going to start training and doing the processes and procedures of remarkable practice. Whatever it is, there's a major bridge that takes you from the now to next. And this is hugely important because everybody has to see what success looks like 12 months from now, but also they've got to see the path to how we're going to get there. And this is the last thing I'll say on this is this is critical because the CEO as the visionary, your job is to cast the vision, but you're also the that futuristic person that you have accountability for the next iteration Whereas your office manager or your COO, whose job is to run the business, they own the now, right? So this is an important dynamic so that the CEO doesn't get caught up in the quagmire of running the day-to-day business, the minutia of the day-to-day. The COO owns the now, whereas the CEO owns the next. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, What the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.